Welcome back to the Dane and Josh Show, where we'll be talking all things sports, sports legends of Buffalo, and of course ourselves. On today's episode, we'll be talking about changes around the league, life in Buffalo, and not one, but two special guests, Rasmus Dahlin and Owen Power. Let's get into it. So one of my favorite things about the sport of lacrosse is just how unpredictable it is. You know, um, Rochester being an, an expansion team over the last couple of years, you know, finished last place in the East Division. Um, and all of a sudden this year, they're the only undefeated team left, really. So it's, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, it's pretty cool for the sport, obviously. You want to see those expansion teams do really well off the start. And um, they have an expansion draft, which is uh, cool for those teams, tough for us, obviously <laughs> losing guys. Uh, I know we've lost a lot of talented players over the past, but every team does. Unfortunately, you can only protect uh, 10 players and one goalie. So it's pretty tough to pick and choose uh, those guys but that being said it's exciting for the league to kind of grow and it takes a few years but rochester's at that point where they're taking that next step and man they have a they have a couple big acquisitions this year um obviously a guy that we lost connor fields you know he's been lighting it up um and and we saw the talent that he had last year playing with them day in and day out um but to see him kind of grow into a role with rochester as being one of their top guys is a really cool thing. Uh, another guy, uh, Brad Gillies, which is a huge pickup for them. Um, Righty D guy who uh, tries to make my life miserable <laughs> um, is, uh, is, is good. But also, you know, a guy that even just this year that we were going through training camp with is uh, Jordan Sturrows. Yeah. Um, that's, that, that's, a, that's another big time kind of loss for us and a big time pickup for them. So Yeah, it's kind of weird. They're kind of like the Buffalo farm team where they have a lot of guys. Again, you said Fieldy, you said Sturrows. I know Matt Gilroy was there. Mm. Um, Hogarth, it's pretty weird to see them on the other side. You, you have so many close relationships with those guys and now to see them, now we're going to battle against them. It's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be exciting. Uh, I, I know uh, Steros likes a two-hand knee in practice, <laughs> so now it's going to be one of those times where it's going to be on. I'm going to try to beat him as much as possible, and yeah. it's going to be a good battle. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we have a big divisional game um, coming up. And uh, so tell me, what, what are your feelings? What are your thoughts? You know, obviously they're 5-0, they're and we're 4-1. It's kind of got that Battle of Titans kind of feel. Um, what, are you, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, it's kind of weird how that pans out in sports. Uh, I feel like it always does, whether it be um, for us or for somebody in the, uh, the league, that there's always one of those games where it's, it's bigger than anticipated. Yeah. Um, you, you never probably thought that uh, Rochester was going to be 5-0 and uh, we were going to be 4-1 and it was going to be the Battle for the East. That being said, it's going to be exciting. Um, I think they call it the I-90 matchup. And, yeah. um, everybody from Buffalo travels to that game. So uh, I remember my first ever game there. It's, it's hectic. You, you have half Bandits fans on one side, half Rochester fans on the other. And um, it's going to be a, a great game. It, it's pretty cool to see that it kind of panned out this way. And it's uh, a battle for first place in the East. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's, it's going to be one of those games where, like, I feel like they've got they've got a lot of redemption, you know what I mean? They've got that feeling, you know, going back to last, last year in their barn, um, you know, it just felt like Bandit Land was there in full support. 
And it's one of those things where you, you know that they're going to remember that and they're going to come out hot trying to, you know, prove a point to us. Um, and, and, you know, I know we're always up for the challenge and I, and I think that's part of it. And that's why we just love this game so much is because every week it's just um, a new challenge and we get to continue that. It's Most great. definitely. And it, it's pretty cool that we're finally the underdogs. And <laughs> yeah, I like that. I, I like being the underdogs like as well. Better. So, like, uh, I think they're the team to beat right now. And, um, again, we can go in there and think there's nothing to lose and just leave it all out there and see what happens. Yeah, and you know what? There's a, there's a couple kind of big changes going on around the league. Um, you know, with New York um, losing their GM, um, Vancouver losing their GM as well. Um, yeah, you know, New York's kind of been struggling a little bit, which it's kind of crazy to think about because, you know, they've got all the pieces. Again, they brought in a couple of big guys as well. Um, like, what, do, you, do you think that they're going in the right direction? Or? I definitely do. Uh, for us last year, um, that was the toughest uh, team we had to face uh, for a while. Um, they're, they took that stride towards the end of the season. I think they were on a three, four game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Um, they have one of the best players to, I think, ever play. And it's, it's still early in his career, Jeff T. And yeah. I, I honestly feel that way. It's crazy. Um, picking up a guy like Kevin Brown now that I was very close with, you were very close mm-hmm. with, a great leader back there. Um, they've built a lot of great things there. Um, in sports, it's weird. I, I don't know if I totally agree with um, firing a GM for your team struggling. Um, I think that's the easy route. Yeah. That being said, I, I, I'm not up there, so I don't really know how that works. But as an athlete, I know it's on us. So when we see the coach get fired or the GM get fired, again, I'm not like, it's, it's on us. And that's why, and I get it, it's the easiest position to kind of uh, take away. You can't just keep taking away players and players and players mm-hmm. and figuring out. But that being said, it's just, I, I don't know how, where I stand it's on a, that. It's, it's almost a wake-up call, right? And, you know, on, on a smaller level, it's like when, um, you know, you're in a game and, you know, it just feels like they're on a run and they're scoring and they're scoring. And half the time, like, it's not necessarily the goalie's fault, right? right? But they're trying to pull the goalie just to kind of get a boost into the team. And yep. obviously this is a, a bit larger of a level where, you know, they're, they're, they're firing someone and, yep. and they're getting rid of a GM. Um, and it's, like, I think exactly what you said, like, the players need to take that personally you know, and, and really just like um, do what they can to, to produce on the floor. Um, and it, it's, it's not even that it's not even that they're not right now. It's just like it feels like things just for them aren't just falling into place. Yeah. Um, and they're, dude, they're so talented. Right. And sometimes, T, T is on a different level. Some, it's, it's absurd. Sometimes you have those years where it's not clicking and you could be one of the best teams. Like, again, Saskatchewan last year, yeah. they were a franchise that you never wanted to play against. No. They were... Um, winning every year, and you're just like, how are they doing that? Last year, they, they couldn't tie a, ga- a game together, and they didn't have that many missing pieces. They didn't have – their team didn't change too much, but it was just one of those years that um, they couldn't tie a win together. And mm-hmm. I think you're seeing that with Rochester. But, again, it's still early in the season. Um, you don't want to play too too quick, though, because that season goes quick. So I, I know they're making some changes, and uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but to kind of go off that is you're from Vancouver – um, tell me about the franchise or like what direction you think they're going in. Yeah, you know what, obviously, um, you know, Dan Richardson just stepped down um, and, you know, I, I know that um, he had some health issues, so I'm, I'm hoping that, that he's doing well. Um, but at, at the same time, it's like uh, they're, again, a team that 
was kind of struggling at the beginning of the season. You know, I think they just got their first win, um, which, which is big, but it's like, it's, it's just for whatever reason, you know, growing up in Vancouver, it was like, there was always a, a struggle for some reason. I don't, I don't know what it was. And I don't know if it was like back in the day when they were playing out of like the Langley Event Center, where it was like, it was hard to get to games, right? So that kind of made it a little bit tougher. Um, and, and I mean, I'm, I'm out East. I don't know why <laughs> players don't want to go back to, to Vancouver right. and, and play, right? I don't, I don't know what that, that mojo is or, or, or what's going on, but. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's similar. Like you just said, like, it, it, your Vancouver is like our Toronto yeah. for the most part. Um, that being said, I, I don't want to play for Toronto, <laughs> but <laughs> but there's a lot of guys that do, and they 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 fall back on that. They as they get older, uh, it's closer to home, and they want to go play for an organization closer to home, whether it be Toronto, whether it be Buffalo, whether it be Rochester, um, and it's it's just weird to see that um, you don't see that much in Vancouver and. Um, again, I, I think they brought in a, a great coach who we both got coached by him, Troy mm, Gordon Troy. And now he's taking over the range as GM. And I, I know he'll probably do the right things. Um, and, and again, it, the West is so hard. Every, every team every is so hard. So, talented, so, so when you kind of start off like that, you're, you're wondering, you're second guessing. You're, you don't understand what's going on there. And I, I'm sure they'll figure it out, but that's why I asked. Yeah, no, and I, to be honest with you, like, I was I was close to um, I think it was my second year um, in school and I was close to dropping out of school and going and getting drafted by them. They had I think the second overall pick at that time, um, you know, giving me the the, the entire story. Oh, your your face is gonna be on buses, all this stuff. And yeah. as a young kid, you're like, oh, that's that's what I want. That's what that's what you always dream for, right? right. Is being able to kind of play at home in Vancouver. Um, but, you know, I, I found a new home here in Buffalo and um, and I really just couldn't be happier, man. So, um, but also over the past year um, in Buffalo, this, this, the city's been through a lot and uh, we're, we're gonna get into that a little bit after this break. Welcome back. And uh, obviously, all these things are on totally different levels. Um, but, you know, the city of Buffalo has been through so much in this past year with, you know, the shooting that happened at Tops, um, that devastating blizzard, um, and, you know, that uh, terrible incident with DeMar Hamlin. Um, you know, it's, it's really just hard to fathom um, and understand, you know, everything that's gone on over the past year in Buffalo. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's been, it's been tough to kind of think about and, um, be a part of, uh, to an extent. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for myself, um, on the, the day of the blizzard woke up and again, it was one of those things where the first blizzard happened probably two weeks before that. And we weren't even, we weren't even there. Snow, yeah. Snowstorm, yeah. whatever we, we, it was. We got out of town. <laughs> right. We were at practice and we didn't come back that night. People, it was pretty bad. And mm -hmm. we came back and there was six, Six to seven feet. It was no. crazy. Yeah, it was wild. Like like we've never seen stuff that like that before. But um, luckily, we were able to drive, get back um, safe. And then two weeks later, they're talking about this, and we're like, "There's no way it's gonna happen again." Like it, it just, it, I don't know. You just you kind of if if it really felt like like that was so bad that like yeah, like listen, we we've been through that. We got through it. You know, the the city was okay. It was fine. Um, there was no way it could be worse. Right. And then two weeks later, boom, just like that. And um, to kind of go through that, 
waking up Friday morning um, and being like, okay, like, I'm downtown, I'm downtown Buffalo right now, living there, building a home um, towards Eden. And um, my, my girlfriend's family lives in Hamburg. And so how we work Christmas is um, first day, we, we spend it there and then, then we head to Canada and spend it with mm -hmm. my family. So I'm like, okay, um, the, the snow starts, it starts snowing. Picking up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to try to make it, uh, to Hamburg. Um, cause I have no food. I wasn't <laughs> planned for this. I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, okay, it shouldn't be too bad. I, I'm so get in the car. It's probably eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning and get on the, the I-90, I believe and driving and it's just a whiteout it's it's crazy i'm like okay what what did i get myself into i'm driving down the highway and there i can't see exit signs so i i know there's left towards the mall right towards orchard park and that's the main exit can't miss it right and uh i can see posts on both sides and i'm i'm in the middle of the the, the i-90 i see only three or four cars on on the highway at that time and um i missed my exit oh, <laughs> and it, it, it was to make a bad situation right, worse right yeah. exactly and and looking back i remember talking to you about it and you're just like did you have gas did you have food did you have what what did you have yeah like it's, it's all these things that like people talk about like listen if you're gonna be driving in a time where like there's a storm like you gotta be prepared you know blankets gas all that stuff um and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm like, dude, are you, are you serious? Right. And I, I didn't have, didn't have much gas. I had probably like, 80, sure. 80 miles to empty. I had, uh, no food, my, my phone, like no, no charger or anything. And yeah. anyways, makes my exit. And at this point I'm like, okay, we're already on the road. Let's make it right. So mm -hmm. get back on, get towards Orchard Park and I'm driving no faster than six miles per hour. Like I'm, yeah. I'm cruising. My, my girlfriend's freaking out. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm getting Snapchats from her. She's like, what are we doing? I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, She's like, panicking. And you would think like, as a passenger, you don't want to panic to make the, <laughs> the driver panic. Yeah. I'm as calm as possible because I'm like, at some point I'm going to make it. I'm just going to take my time. There's no rush at all. Yeah. So I'm following this car. Again, you can't really see them and you don't want to get too close because it's icy. Yeah. Following this car and then it's gone. You can't see it anymore. Uh, at one point I, I'm following a car and I'm driving and they stop in the middle of the highway and I'm like, what's going on? They, they stop and uh, they wave me through and then they start following me. So it was kind of <laughs> like, it was, it was just crazy where again, I, I couldn't see much. Um, I ended up making home, making it uh, to my girlfriend's place safe. Um, we were stuck there for six days. Didn't get to see my family till I believe the Tuesday of Christmas. That being said, I, I'm very thankful that uh, I was able to make it safe because you see the stories, you see everything what, that went on, uh, sending my condolences to all those families. It, it, it's crazy to think about that that could have been me and um, looking back like how stupid I was to even attempt that, right? 100%, so, man. Um, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where like you don't realize the kind of situation that you're in until like it happens, right? So like, and for me, I, I was down in the city as well um, and where my car was parked after day one, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go just like clean off all the snow on my truck and make sure that like by the end of like the, by the end of this thing, like I'm gonna be able to get my car out. And uh, so I was just like, all right, fine. Like, you know, I'm gonna 
clean it off, back my car out, because like it was just covered for like four feet with like a snow drift. It was insane. Um, and so as I reverse it, it gets stuck. Right. And I'm like, oh, like this is this is kind of brutal. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to treat this like like really like if I was stuck somewhere, I need to get out. Right. right. So I was like, I've got I've got nothing else to do today. And I'm just like digging at it, trying to get it. And I'm like freezing, man. It's so cold. And and it wasn't really until that moment where I was like, wow, this is this is serious. Like this is like I, I really had no idea until I was literally 30 feet up from from my home. But was still stuck and felt so helpless. Right. And that's when like I, I came in and I was, I was talking to my girl. And I was like, man, like this is, this is some serious stuff. Like I'm, I'm really worried about the city of Buffalo. Um, and, and you know what, it was a, it was a tragedy. It was, um, it was, it was almost like, it felt like just, it, it shouldn't have happened, right. you know, especially around Christmas, a time where it's supposed to be so joyful and, right. and you're being just, around families. You're and stuff. also thinking like, why, why Buffalo? Right. Yeah. Like it's like, Thing the city after, of good neighbors, right. man. Like thing after thing, and and you know what? And, and Buffalo's so strong, and they talk about how, um, like, they're they're ready for any anything that comes yeah. at them, right? Like this is just like a snowstorm that hasn't happened for I think it was one of the worst ones since like the nineties, yeah, seventy seven or, or something even like yeah that. before yeah. that. It's 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 kind of crazy. I think it um, impacted obviously a lot of people. I know a lot of people lost power, didn't mm -hmm. have much food and stuff like that. So. Um, again, I'm just thankful that, um, I made it and, um, yeah, there's, there's also, there's also some, I mean, if you like some positive stories that came out of that storm as well. And, you know, you hear people about, um, or stories about people like coming out of their house and just helping out their neighbors and helping people get unstuck. And there was a, there was a ton of people who were just really trying to do their best to help anyone that they could, you know, taking people into their homes. Um, and that's kind of the really cool thing about Buffalo, I, I do feel like, is that um, the people have always been super genuine, um, nice, you know, kind-hearted people that are just uh, willing to put others before themselves. And I, and I think that's a, a, a really cool thing. And, um, you know, obviously it was really cool to kind of see not only Buffalo, but, you know, almost it felt like the entire country get behind DeMar Hamlin and, and to really see what happened um, you know, with him, um, but to really see how people just rallied around him, right. you know, and his message um, about just sending love into the world, um, you know, it just, it felt like it really came back and, and everyone kind of rallied around him and just like sent love to him. And, um, you know, uh, like it was truly a miracle that, that he was being, he was able to be saved, man. So, yeah, it's really eye opening to kind of see those situations unfold. And again, it's, it's, it's another thing, huge impact for Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, like you said, it, it, it was bigger than, it was bigger than Buffalo. It was the whole world kind of tuning in and showing their support. Uh, I know a lot of people, uh, gave to his foundation. I mm -hmm. remember seeing his foundation before he was like oh let's i'd love to raise like it was either 2500 or $25,000 yeah. and it was tough for him to even do that yeah and then obviously i i think they're at millions to billions of dollars that they raise and it's really cool to see everybody come behind him and help him out uh, i wish it didn't have to come like that you know mm. what i mean but that being said I, I just remember seeing kind of uh something on twitter i believe that his mom was like uh, you, you can buy more than toys. You can buy everybody cars. Like, and yeah. it just, uh, it's, it's really cool to see that again, so, something 
like this. Um, unfortunately, again, it, it was a it was a bad incident, mm -hmm. but everybody come together as one, and and it just goes to show that it, it, we're we're more than athletes. People treat us just like okay, we're superheroes. Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, um, we're, we're we're invincible. And you see something like that, and it, I remember watching it, watching it live, and being like, okay, this is this is serious. Like, yeah. what what's going on? He's down still. Like, th this is. Yeah. It's real life. And I, and I really think that there's this thought about, you know, pro athletes, especially guys in the NFL, the NBA, NHL, um, that like they're just not human, right? That they're, they're, they, don't, they don't feel, they don't have emotions. Um, you know, people are more worried about their, their fantasy teams than, than anything else. Like a guy goes down, tears his ACL in the first quarter. It's like, oh, man, this guy ruined my fantasy lineup. I'm like... Dude, do you know what that just did to this guy's entire life? Right. For the next eight to twelve months, yeah. he's gonna be going through the absolute ringer, trying to get back to, to healthy. And you're worried about your fantasy team and right. what and your fifty bucks that, that you put into a pot. Like, what are we what are we really talking about, man? Right. Like, and you, you saw that with obviously McDermott. Um, he as soon as like the coaches came over there and he said he needs to be at the hospital right away. Yeah. I don't need to be here playing this game. And um, it, it's kind of. It's kind of hard to see. Obviously, I know the NFL; they they end up figuring it out. But like, it, it seemed like they wanted the game to keep keep playing, and yeah. uh, for like the, the teammates and uh, the coaching staff and everybody, just be like, no, we're not playing. Um, it was a huge stand, and um, it just goes to show that like we do have the right people. People do have hearts, and yeah. um, we're going in the right direction. Yeah, man. It was. I, I remember just being at home. And kind of watching everything and really just like seeing the emotion on, you know, guys like Diggs, um, Trayvon White, like, like these guys were really just like, just like tears coming. And it, and it just was like, it sat so deeply into my heart, man. And I remember, I remember just like literally tearing up and I just can't imagine what these guys are going through and, and. And like if if that was one one especially one of my teammates and and that happens like that stuff can happen uh, at almost any sport right like and and it's 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 truly frightening, um, but I'm I'm glad that you know the Bills medical staff was able to react so quickly you know um, everyone involved in, in in keeping him safe um, did such a great job um, and and all the doctors I know in, in Cincinnati. Uh, did their very best to, to make sure to take the right steps, and um, so I'm I'm truly thankful for that. Um, but yeah, no, that's it's just been one of those things where it all happens, you know, on national television, right? And it just it's an eye opener for for everyone, right? And I think I think there's a lot to kind of take away from that. And for me personally, I, I want to I want to learn CPR because I. I know I did back in the day, and I know it's changed a lot, but like, if you, like, that could change somebody's lives, obviously it did. And mm -hmm. again, like, like you said, you, like, you credited everybody involved in like that situation. Like that's, that's a quick split second that you gotta be able to do something to help somebody else out. And um, it, it's, it's not, a, I'm sure it's not a hard process to kind of go take a, a, a test to, yeah. to figure it out. To, and, to, to get like, yeah, 100%. So, um, but even like, the one thing that that really really stood out to me and like it was just really inspiring to see Demar you know in his toughest times 
in a time where he really doesn't know where his future lies, right? To be so supportive of his team, you know, he wakes up and the first thing that he asks is, you know, did we win, right? Like, I just, I, I can't imagine. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely insane to me, man. He's, uh, you can tell he's just a, a, a genuine guy and um, really just wants to send love into the world. Um, and, and to like, you know, he's FaceTiming his team and, and they're definitely using that um, as motivation. And, you know, they're playing for, for something bigger right now. Um, but yeah, you know, they, they just got a, a big playoff win against Miami. Uh, you know, that was, I feel like one of those trap games. Um, and people really don't realize that like, yes, like, oh, going into that game, everyone was like, oh, you know, the Bills should crush them. They should absolutely hammer them. Like, well, all this stuff, like no Tua, right? They're playing with their backup, backup quarterback, right. right? But, like, it's so tough to go into those games because that team is given everything that they possibly have, right? And every single guy that's in this league is here for a reason, and they're all super talented, right? right? Just because they don't have their, their A1 guy doesn't mean that there's not other guys that are able to step up and do the same. So right. um, I really wasn't surprised that the, that the game was that close. Yeah, to be no, I, I mean, I, I was watching as well, and um, it, was, it was cool to see a, a close game because, it, like you said, it, any, any team can win at any night. Um, you, you see that in any sport. Obviously, um, in our sport, Albany beat us the first game and yeah. they, they beat Halifax this past weekend as well and they're a great team and again you, you can't take a night off because uh, teams like this and especially in playoffs where it's a one game elimination exactly and, anything um, can happen man. It's, it's scary but it, it's cool to see how competitive um, the, the league is and um, again um, it's going to be exciting to kind of see the Bills kind of rally together and play a rematch of Bengals it's kind of like full circle it's 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 weird that it's kind of happened this way and I think a lot of people saw it kind of coming it was gonna it was gonna happen this way but it, it, it's kind of weird that like again everything kind of happens for a reason and um it, it felt like it was like it was just gonna happen yeah. you know what I mean like uh, they're they're not able to finish the game um with everything that went on it was like you, you could just feel that like they were going to come back together again. And you know, this, as if, as if this game didn't need more hype, right. <laughs> it, it's, it's about to be an absolute battle, um, to watch two extremely talented teams go head to head. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be one for the ages, I think. So, uh, I'm super fired up to watch. Um, but, uh, we're going to take a, a break real quick and we're going to be right back with Owen Power and Rasmus Dalian. back with two guys who are the backbone of the Buffalo Sabres, two, two of the best offensive uh, defensemen in this generation. One some say is the life of the party and one who's not even old enough to attend a party. <laughs> Rasmus Dahlin and Owen Power. Boys, thanks for joining us. How are you guys doing? Good, Good thanks. Too. Yeah, thanks for having us. Now, you know, uh, it's funny because I was, I was doing some research and, uh, you know, three of us are first overall picks. Um, but only one of us is the league reigning MVP. So I don't know. We must be doing something wrong here, boys. Um, it's, uh, it's 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 definitely tough. Cause um, what'd you go fifth? I went fifth. Yeah. We, we, give, we give them crap all the time because you know obviously everybody in Buffalo is first round, second round, third round, and then there's me. And it's yeah. fifth. <laughs> and like, it's tough. <laughs> it's uh it's definitely it's definitely pretty wild. Um, 
But uh, I know you guys just got in uh, late last night. How are the how are the bodies feeling? It's all right. Uh, <laughs> good thing we have a day, a day off today, um, so we can recover. Uh, but it, we have a busy schedule now this month for sure. But um, it's a part of it, and it's uh, it's fun too. It's def definitely got to be a grind, man. Like for us, we only play I think like eighteen games in a season. And what are you guys, like 82 or something like that? Like, I don't know. I, I can't imagine doing what you guys do. Um, anything specifically that you guys need to, like, focus on while you while you do that stuff or to try to recover? Or? Uh, I don't know. I think for me the biggest thing is just sleep. Yeah. Uh, like, especially with travel, you get in late so much. Is you just got to find ways to get as much sleep as possible. So. Um, are you a big uh, napper during, like, game days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always – go for at least an hour or so yeah i think probably majority of the team if not everyone always goes down and lays down so are you superstitious like do you go at a certain time like i know for myself like i'm like 2 2 p.m every time like uh not really i mean on the road i got a roommate so just whenever he goes right. um i'll normally go but at home it's kind of whenever i feel like it sometimes it's a little later sometimes it's earlier so um, nice. but no i always find a way to get napping yeah, so it's, it's definitely a must. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we're just kind of getting to know you guys. So, like, tell us about yourself. So, what's uh, what do you guys like about Buffalo? What are, what are your passions? Uh, what's what's going on? Uh, I'll start. Uh, first, what I like about Buffalo, I love the food around here. <laughs> uh, so there's a, really, a lot of really good restaurants, and then I love the the sports teams too. It's uh, it's a lot of fun to be in the city. Um, yeah, my passions. Uh, I would say hockey. Yeah. Like I, I breathe hockey. It's I know it's the same for you, but um, I just I just love being on the rink. I love being with the boys. Um, you know, hockey is my life. What's uh What's one of your favorite uh, places to go, restaurant wise, in Buffalo? Uh, my go-to is Bacchus. Uh, Bacchus. I know the chef there, and he's he's an unreal guy. Um, so I I I gotta go with that place. Unreal food. Yeah. How about you? You like uh, you a big food guy too, or what? Yeah, I, I mean, I try not to go out to eat that much, um, so I, I I try and cook a little more. I'm not a great cook, but uh, <laughs> pretty basic. So um, I'll go out here and there, but a lot of times it's just fast food. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, I'm I'm kind of the same way as you. Um, I'm more of like the he kind of chirps me all the time. I'm, I'm more the bland guy, like ground turkey, rice. Um, you know, corn, little things like that. Yeah. Try to stay in, and uh, he's cooking up all these extravagant meals. Not, not at first though. I uh, before uh, quarantine, I was like pasta. I do like chicken breast and throw like a bunch of cheese on and pretending it's chicken parm. <laughs> it, so, it was so bad, but like that's why. And then like during quarantine, I end up losing twenty pounds, and I felt way better. But I was just like pasta. I'm a big Alfredo sauce kind of guy, so like. It was just the worst food for me, but uh, now I figured out how to cook a little bit better. So, but I understand where you're coming from for sure. And so you, you lost twenty pounds. Twenty pounds over quarantine, yeah. You feel better now than before? Way better. Like oh, just really? like he was a I, thick boy. I, I didn't. Oh, yeah? but nobody nobody told me. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't know. Like I came in the league at one ninety five, and then ended up kind of creeping up to like two hundred three to two hundred five, like consistently for eight years. And then uh, quarantine, I just end up losing uh, 20 pounds, and now I play at like 180 to 185, and I feel like I feel way better. I don't I don't get injured as much. Like everything just like 
wow. it's crazy. That's wild. That, that is wild, yeah. <laughs> I didn't sure. even meet, like, it wasn't even like nah. I was intending to do it. It was just like, it just kind of happened. Man, but, so like when, when uh, COVID kind of hit, right, we were living in like an apartment um, just out, kind of like outside of the arena. And uh, we, uh, we kind of just went crazy. We were like, you know what, like we need to find a way to work out still. So we went and bought like a, just like a rack, like a whole weight system and just put it in like our living room in the apartment. <laughs> so like every morning and, you know, we couldn't really go anywhere. We would just get up and just work out and then like kind of start competing with each other because we lived with each other. And it's like, oh, how many calories can you burn? Like yeah. kind of going back and forth. Um, yeah, before I, I mean, I'm a big Apple Watch guy and like I didn't care about calories or anything like that. I'd do my workout, finish it. And as soon as I finished, I was like, okay, I'm done. Like whatever yeah. and then during obviously covid we we like how many calories yeah and like yeah. i try to burn as many many as possible and now i'm like if i don't burn now it's like a thousand calories uh, and then i can leave the gym it's crazy it's like it's probably not good for me like probably don't eat <laughs> yeah. as much as i freaking do you, I do, do you guys uh do you guys track any of that stuff like calories or anything like that yeah i do especially in the summers yeah. uh that's a big one for me but during the season like we lose so oh, many man. calories and we uh, everything you can eat, you eat. I, I feel like. Uh, no, yeah. I I don't keep track of it, but like, even in the summer, like I burn so much, I just try and eat whatever I can. And right. Yeah. Um, that's and that's. I'm I'm the same way. Like I have like a super fast metabolism. So like, for me, it's easier to lose weight. Like if I don't eat, like I'll just drop weight. Like, for sure. Like crazy. It's, it happens so fast. Um, and, and especially with you guys playing so many games, I can only imagine just trying to put every piece of food into your mouth to try to keep the weight on. It's probably, uh, probably yeah. pretty fun. I yeah. can imagine. <laughs> I agree. Uh, question for you, Rasmus. What was it like growing up in uh, Sweden? What do you think are the biggest differences? Uh, the language? Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's a lot of difference. But um, growing up in Sweden, it was nice. Um, it's it's very different from what it is here um you know the culture the food um i can't really come up with everything but uh, yeah. mm -hmm. it was a big change for me to come here um to learn the language to um what comes with the language is like you it's hard to show your real personality at first because all you do is answer yes and no to yeah. all the questions um so it took me a while to get to to get adjusted to uh to everything what comes with it but i i love it here right. it's um i couldn't imagine a life without buffalo right now mm -hmm. were, were you like used sorry were you like used to it like when when you kind of got drafted here like did you have to like figure it out on your own or did you have like people to help you and like did you like know guys already on the team in buffalo like from like sweden and stuff like that that kind of helped you out or how did that kind of work? I did, yeah, I did know. I played with uh, Victor Olsson before I got here. Uh, okay. So that was helpful. Uh, we had a lot of Swedes when I got into the league. Um, but I uh, I moved in, moved in with uh, Casey Middlestad. He was my roommate for three years. So he pretty much taught me the language and, uh, <laughs> you know, watching football. And we don't have football back in Sweden. Oh, so yeah. Well, uh, it's it's... Funny you say football because we're Canadian and CFL is what like we grew up watching, which yeah. is yeah. brutal. It's, like, yeah. it's, not even, it's way different. It's not even football. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even say I grew up watching. Three downs, but I, I did like it because I mean I grew up playing a little bit of football and like I liked it because you could 
it was like every down was like a throwing down. Like you weren't running the ball as much. So like that part was kind of cool. It but also like, just, it doesn't really make any sense to me. Like they just tell the receivers like get like a 10 yard sprint yeah. at these guys <laughs> and let them just like run the end zone's the like 20 yards. Yeah. Yeah. They put like the, the, the field goal in the middle of the end zone. You had yeah. to like dodge the end zone and try to catch a pass. I'm like, what's, what's going on here? Yeah. Have, you, have you seen the CFL game? No, I've never no. seen them. Yeah. Man, no. you don't want it's to. Oh, really? <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's bad, bad football, yeah. man. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, listen, if you, if you're bored and want to waste some time, yeah, go for it. Turn, turn the CFL on, but, uh, um, yeah, no, it's definitely, it's definitely a different brand of football. I would say, um, it almost is like a farm league for pretty much guys to try to get shots into the NFL. Gotcha. Um, but it doesn't, it's very rare that you see guys make the jump from CFL to NFL. Um, so, uh, I, I know I got I told you before, like I went to Hofstra university um, and obviously you went to Michigan. Uh, what was the, what was the thought behind that? Like why, why Michigan? Obviously it's, it's a, it's a massive school and probably pretty fun school as well. But what was the, like, what was the reasoning behind going to Michigan? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's quite a few things. I mean, I always knew I wanted to go to college. So, mm -hmm. um, when I was kind of making the decision, I, I looked at some schools, but, um, for me, just obviously the education there is, um, one of the best in the world. And, um, hockey program as well is always good. So those are two huge things. And then just other things, it was close to home. Um, I, I had known some guys that, that had been there already and, and couldn't say anything bad about it. So um, it, it was pretty easy for me once I went and saw the, the campus and the rink and, and met all the guys to, to make the decision and end up going there. Nice. What, um, how, like, where, did you guys end up, like, packing the barn out a lot? Like, I never really got to watch a Michigan game, but, like, was it, what was the atmosphere like playing in one of those games? Yeah, we, we got, I would say, one of the best ranks in college hockey, yeah. so um, it's not necessarily the biggest, but uh, our student section and um, the fans we get is, it was awesome. So, I think pretty much every game, except for, for games where students are on break, it was pretty much sold out, so um, it's, it's a lot of fun to to play there. I remember actually, uh, so I grew up playing hockey was my main sport in the winter and lacrosse was the summer, uh, like like any Canadian pretty much. But yeah. um, <laughs> I remember going to a tournament in Michigan. I went to a Michigan Notre Dame game, hockey game. It was like unbelievable. Like, really? And I, I grew up in Kitchener, Ontario. So we had the Rangers and like that hockey was unbelievable too. But then you saw these guys and you're just like, wow, these guys are as good if not better but there's no hitting and I remember being younger be like what the heck like it, it wasn't like guys weren't rocking guys there, yeah. was, there was like no fighting but it was just like it was cool to see like just like the different atmosphere there's like like bands playing yeah you the got the band going like the whole game yeah. it, was, it was wild yeah. it, was, it was really cool to see yeah I mean that's uh that's different for sure because uh, I'm from Vancouver originally and like the the junior system like the WHL and whatnot um I think it was the Vancouver Giants back in the day um, they were always really fun to watch um, but like so I guess kind of going back to um, like what was your junior system like going like growing up in like Sweden like is it the same kind of like format not not at all no not at all uh, so I I quit school when I was 16 because uh, I was turning pro uh, at that age so it works like there's there's one club with start from 10 years old up to senior hockey so it's like wow. all these steps to uh, under 18 under 20 and then mm -hmm. the the a team you call it um 
So when I was really young, I played for my hometown team, and then uh, you kind of get recruited to um, to one of the best uh, you know teams around Sweden. Um, so I went to Gothenburg, started playing the under 18, then the under 20, and then to the A team. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I missed the education. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. He did. He did pretty yeah, much the you, same thing. You're looking just fine. So <laughs> I can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. It turned out good. So uh, do, do they? Because uh, like I mean I, I know now it's like with everything going on um, in the college world with like athletes being able to get paid now, um, especially college athletes um, with different deals and whatnot. Like, is there like a a point where you're allowed to start getting paid, or is it like? You can start getting paid the kind of under the table like 16, 15, <laughs> like are they start. No, person? you. Uh, I remember uh, when you start playing for the A team. Um, if you play more than hundred minutes, okay, like total, you you start getting this. It's called rookie deal, and I think it's like um, like a grand a month. Oh, okay. So I felt like the richest. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know I. Uh, I was eating out when all my buddies were going home to get cooked, <laughs> yeah. cooked meal by their parents and stuff. So I, I felt really cool back then. But uh, yeah, I, I've, I think it's a good system for, for players back in Sweden. Yeah, nice. it's funny because I, I, I remember playing junior lacrosse for a bit and uh, getting called up to the, the senior A team. And basically senior A, like you can get drafted out of there or you're, it's pretty much pro players play there uh, in the off season. And uh, I was getting like, they're like, okay, like, we can't really pay you, but we'll give you like a hundred bucks a game. I'm like, yes. Like, I felt like the richest, like, you know, I was like, what? I was probably 17, 18 yeah. years old, but like a hundred dollars a game. I was like, this is the best thing in the world. So I pay come. for dinner. We go to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And, uh, that's funny. Um, who are your sports idols growing up? Both of you guys. Um, Owen, I'll ask you first. Uh, yeah, I think for me, the biggest guy was probably Crosby. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like that's pretty big for any Canadian hockey player. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, he was always someone, especially from, from when I was really young that I kind of looked up to and, um, was a big fan of. So, um, I would say he's probably the only one really. That's, um, kinda, that's crazy. Cause you, you play D now. Yeah, right. no, it, it doesn't really make sense. So, but were you an offensive guy before? Yeah. No, no, no I always played D. I, I mean, but when you're younger, you just yeah, kind of you, right? you always like the best player. So, obviously, as I've got older, I've um, kind of started to watch other guys and watch mm. more D. But right, um, makes sense. I think Why when I was younger, guys. Though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and this isn't a trick question because, like, you could ask me the same question, but like, is it weird now playing against? Crosby, like, do you like your first ever game against him? Was it last year? Would, it, would you have played him last year? Or no, this year, this, this year, year was first, was first game, game. Like, was it like, were you shocked? Like, were you like, wow? Like, or were you just like, now that you kind of in the league, you can't really do that? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I skated with him in the summer okay. um, for a week. So there I was kind of, um, kind of had that wow. But I think after the first, first couple of skates, um, it kind of wears down a bit. I mean, obviously you're still, right. um, <laughs> It's it's pretty crazy to to be able to play against him. So, right. um, but no, for sure the the first first skate, first two three skates were, um, I I couldn't really believe it. So it was pretty cool. Nice. That's sweet. How about you? Uh, my idol. Yeah. Uh, I would say Peter Forsberg. Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, he's he's massive legend back in Sweden. Yeah. Um, I would say he's like our Crosby. Right. Um, so. 
when I got older, I started looking into these and, uh, you know, Eric Carlson and um, Nicholas Lidstrom and all those guys. We have a, we have a ton, uh, right. ton good uh, defensemen from Sweden. Yeah, you do. Nice, man. That's awesome. Um, like, so for us, like when we travel and we go to different spots, um, we don't really get to, to travel too much. Um, but like for me, San Diego, we get to go play in San Diego and it's, it's incredible. Like, you know, a little bit different weather from Buffalo <laughs> to San Diego. Um, but that's always a super fun place to play for us. Uh, I'll, I'll ask both of you guys, what's, the, what's your favorite city to play in? And uh, I'll, I'll start with you. And why? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can answer that. <laughs> like, I, I, I would say I have a, f I have a few because, like, all the spots have their own things. Yeah. Uh, so you go to Florida, you just, you know, you sit by the beach and just relax. Uh, you go to Vegas, you have a lot of fun. You're playing uh, some casino and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, um you know, all the big cities are always fun, but I, w I would say my favorite is Florida. You just go you go there and just sit outside on a patio and, and uh, having a good time. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't played at every rink, but I think the the Florida teams in pretty much anywhere anywhere warm is yeah. kind of nice to go and um, like you said, you're just able to sit outside and, and get some sun. But um, I just played in Nashville for the first time. Um, what was it this week? And that was a pretty cool spot so I, I would say that's probably been my favorite spot yeah um to play in and um obviously the city there's um a lot of fun and got some good food right um so kind of to go off that a little bit what what's the where's the worst place to play like is there like a place <laughs> like like for us it, there, there's a couple places you're like oh i do not want to go whether it be right like now. just there's not that many fans or just like i mean it's just i don't know but uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I don't want to I don't want to throw anyone yeah, on the yeah, bus that's here. Um, yeah, that's kind of tough. I would say any places during COVID that was awful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I go with that answer. No, I, I I can I can resonate with that because we were playing in Toronto, and I think last year, so last year the beginning of the season. Last year, yeah. And for the, like, like Canada was still shut down, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, like it was just especially from obviously in Buffalo, we get a ton of fans and like, it's just, it's just tough to get yourself into the game. Yeah. Right. For like, sure. Fans, like, no, no, no. Yeah. And the yeah. music, they had like music going, but they also weird. had like, um, like pretend fans. Like, yeah. Like, in the back. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like, what's going Awful. on? Yeah. We ended up losing that game too. Yeah. And it was like, we were so frustrated with that. <laughs> but it, uh, when you, when you travel places, um, you only get there for what a day and you're out or is there some places that sometimes you get to stay there a little longer how's that work uh yeah it's usually there we go there the night before and then we play and then we go back but right. if we're on a road trip we might stay in overnight mm -hmm. and um yeah. have a day off or something uh yeah. it depends but uh i think uh, they try they try to squeeze in some some nice days off for us too that's nice so uh this is for you Owen. we know you were a, Really good lacrosse player. Some say better than me. Uh, when, when did you start playing lacrosse? Uh, so I don't even know. I it was I was really young, yeah. um, so I can't even remember the first time I picked up a stick. But all my my cousins and my oldest sister were playing. Um, I think as like a mite team. Um, so I've seen pictures where I, I I guess I joined that team and 
Um, was playing with them when I was really young, but I have no idea. Probably <laughs> yeah. three, four. Before before hockey? I it, it might honestly have been before hockey. I definitely like organized, like planning games before hockey, yeah. but um, I grew up with a, a rink in my backyard, so I think I might have been on the ice bef- before. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I, I definitely started playing lacrosse first. Yeah, no, I, I started playing when I was three years old. Uh, lacrosse, and I played hockey when I was five or, five years old. So it was like a little bit different, but I think it, I'm like trying to think like how could I, how could I have started lacrosse when I was three years old? Like how could I, I could barely like walk? Like yeah, what's well, going when, on? When I when I was I was the same way. I I was playing or no, so I was three, but I want I wanted to play hockey, and my mom was like, no, like you're not doing that. She's like, no chance. It's way too rough. Like all this stuff, and ended up playing ended up playing lacrosse. And uh, I got just like destroyed one day in a game, and she was like, "What's going on?" Like so confused. But then I ended up I ended up playing hockey as well until I was about uh, sixteen, and then obviously had to make the switch and, and just started to, you know, it's kind of a tough decision. <laughs> but yeah. but um, no, it was uh, obviously. So we we were looking up, and you uh, you played for Team Ontario, yeah, right? Won a yeah. couple championships, yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. Eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many years did you play at Team Ontario? I uh, three years it was. Three years. So I think it was second year Pee Wee and then two years Bantam. Okay. Um, I played and then I think they got midget teams too, but I, I don't. I didn't try out for those teams. Right. Mm-hmm. I uh, I played. I, my brother played Team Ontario when he was Pee Wee, and then I uh, tried out for uh, I think the Bantam team my first year. I ended up getting cut. And I remember being like so stubborn and being like, I'm never trying out for this Team Ontario. It's all politics, all this stuff. <laughs> I ended up getting asked to play my midget year and I, I told them, no, I'm not going to do it. And then uh, my and then junior came around when I was 16. I got asked to play for Team Ontario field lacrosse. And I was like, oh, I'll try it. And I ended up making it. I played three years after that and I won three times too. So it's it, so at that good. time, it, it wasn't it's politics. So it wasn't yeah, politics yeah, at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it's but just it's, funny it's, how it works. I, I just hate hearing this. Like, oh, we played Team Ontario. We won three years in a row. Like, I played for Team BC. We never won a game. Against Team Ontario. It was always pretty much <clears> us, uh, so, us in Ontario. So Team Ontario is like the big thing? Yeah, it's like basically Team Canada, what you could play like when you're a minor because like, oh, we, we gotcha. split up the like yeah, yeah, places, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. so yeah, that's how I'd compare. Were you yeah. an offensive or defensive player? I was offensive, offensive but, player. Um, I guess I, in the minor you're kind of you yeah, well, you ball. play both. I think until midget is when yeah. you start playing offense, defense. Right. So, but I, I actually think when I was playing for Team Ontario, I was I was playing Straight defense. Up. So no oh, defense. No way. So I was. I mean, I wasn't. I was a. You're a bruiser, eh? Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that, but I definitely wasn't the top guy on the team. So, yeah. uh, just kind but of. Do you, so you would have had to made it as an underager too, then. Yeah, yeah. So you're pretty good then. I, I guess I, I actually played uh, with Dylan Robinson. Okay, he's, like, he's playing with no you guys way. now. So. No way. I think he was on all three of those teams with me, and then. Yeah, and I heard he's a pretty good hockey player. Yeah, I, I grew up. Him? I grew up playing um, against him in hockey. So. No way. Um, but yeah, he he was a good hockey player too. Yeah, he said he had he had two hip surgeries and well, yeah. all his brothers had hip surgeries and stuff like that. But I was like, why didn't you go that route? Um, but he said, yeah, he had surgery. So yeah, what uh, what like I mean, so you played hockey and lacrosse growing up. At what point were you like, okay, I'm just gonna go hockey full time? Uh, yeah, I, I went to Chicago to play junior, um, yeah. junior hockey, and I actually still wanted to play lacrosse. But by the time I got home and um, from Chicago, it's 
I think the junior A season's already pretty much halfway um, through, so um, that's kind of when I had to um, give it up. And um, I, I wish I was still able to play, but obviously wasn't able to. Probably smart because it gets a bit rough. Uh, <laughs> the slashes on the wrist and stuff get a bit too much, so probably would have I'm sure we could uh, call you up for a game or two <laughs> yeah, if uh, you have some free out. time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get you out to a practice for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I know, I think you came to a game. I don't know. I don't think you ended up making it to, to a Bandits game, did you? No. I. So I, we'll, have, we'll have to definitely get you out there. Yeah, I want to. I heard a lot of great things about it. Yeah, it's, it's <clears> definitely a, a crazy atmosphere. What did, uh, what did you think about your <clears throat> first Bandits game? Yeah, I mean, I, I love love all watching all lacrosse. So even in the summers, I'll, I'll still watch some, some junior A games. And um, I got buddies playing, so I'll go out and watch. But um, even growing up with The Rock, um, I, I would go watch all the time. So, um, but here I, I, it's such a better atmosphere than, than in Toronto. It's, um, great crowd and obviously love the music playing the whole time and, and all the goals. So, um, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you guys like play with the music on the, does that make you have swagger? <laughs> why, why, Honestly, why? I, I like tone it out. Like, are you like, for me, I'm like so focused on the game, and I don't even know. It's bad. I don't like. I don't notice too much what's going on in the crowd or anything like that. Yeah. I don't hear the music unless, like, of course, we score or or I score yeah. or something like that. I'm like, okay, like here we go. Like, you want to <laughs> score because you want to hear your goal song and stuff like that. But I remember when I first came to the league, I, I had terrible eyes, and so. Um, they, <laughs> I, this, I probably shouldn't tell this story, but when I first came in the league, I could I couldn't see I couldn't see out of my eyes really like well I couldn't really see the scoreboard sometimes so like you have to get contacts so I was like okay like I'll get contacts get contacts and then um, my doctor back home is like okay you got to put them in the, your eyes before like you 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 can play and I was like oh I'll get my team doctor to do it and so when my team doctor asked me if I could put them in my eyes I was like yeah they're they're in there they're in there but I, they weren't in there and every test every year we had physicals I'd wear my glasses. And I'd be like, oh, I left my contacts at home. And so I'd pass every time, obviously. And uh, I ended up having a couple good years with, because the goalies were probably looking at my eyes and I'm like shooting, not, don't even know where I'm shooting. <laughs> but it was like, it was at that time I was like, okay, I can't look into the crowd because I'm like squinting and people are going to be like, what, what's this guy looking at? So I never, ever since then, I never looked in the crowd or anything like that. Really? So, yeah, it's weird. Like, But it's, it's definitely a different feel, like when there's just music playing at all times. Um, part of it, it's like there's some there's some arenas that we go and play in, like Colorado's one where they like they blare it, man. So like if you're trying to communicate on defense oh, or like anything like that, like guys are just getting blown up by picks because like pick <laughs> man, and, like they're just getting hammered, yeah. man. So um, it's different for me personally. I'm a I'm a big music guy. Like I listen to music no matter what I do. So like for me, I think it kind of helps me like yeah. relax a little bit and like calm down and settle into the game. Um, especially if I'm feeling a, a certain song or, or whatnot. But um, how do you uh, how do you think you guys would feel about if there's music playing in your games? I think I would like it. Yeah, I would love it. I think. Yeah. I don't see why they don't do it, because you. How often do you guys communicate? I guess you communicate quite a bit on the ice, but like. It's just the it's just the the old school feel though. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, it's, it's definitely like a like a hockey feel when like, you can hear everyone skating. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah I feel true. like that. It, you know what I mean? Like that's like a yeah, like a raw. Especially watching too, it's like you get that echo of the puck hitting. Yeah, right. um, I remember. I it's remember crisp too. Yeah, yeah. growing like, up and freaking wanting uh, T blades. Remember those? The T blades? No, I. 
T-Blades. Man, you might, you might be showing your age oh a little goodness. bit because I don't even know what you know T-Blades those, those, those blades that like made crazy sounds in the ice? The, no. the really, really thin ones? I don't even know. I, I, T-Blades. I, T-Blades, they were called. Uh, I thought sound, somebody would I know. No I guess idea. not. You guys have to go look those up. I, mean, I guess I'm showing my age. But they were like these things that like every kid wanted. And like every like edge you could do like you could hear it like yeah yeah like, even if you're a bad skater you could hear it it's awesome yeah you, you felt like you're fast yeah, you felt like yeah. you're the best yeah. <laughs> it's got it's got to be good music though because it yeah. can't be you know any i'm not a big country guy so yeah it's got to be like some hip-hop or something otherwise <laughs> I, I can be without it you got the worst music <laughs> <laughs> i like i like country on the golf course though you like listen that to, is very true that is very, the, if i listen to hip-hop on the golf course i'm like swinging oh, I'm for the fences <laughs> like, I'm like this is gripping very clubs. true yeah yeah do you, do you guys both golf yeah yeah nice yeah. So we'll have to get on the course a little bit who's uh who's the the better golfer between you two i don't think we play together but no. i i I, from what I've heard, I, th- I think you're the. What, what, the what's your player. handicap? It's like 12, 15, probably. Like, I'm not very good. I me, should be a lot better than me I am. And you but. should ride together then. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm like. I, no, I, on my good. best days, I'm a nine, but I'm like a, probably a, an honest 10 or 11. Yeah. Probably. It depends. Like, beginning of the season, no good. And then by the end of the season, it, but it's also tough. Like, I don't know if I trust your handicap. <laughs> this guy, this they so like, if. if <laughs> The, the, oh, he's a sandbagger. Oh, so, really? Like, as, no, as, not. as soon as soon as he like, you're like, oh, you want you want to bet on this hole, and all of a sudden he's, he's birdie in the hole, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm, not, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm like, but like we're lacrosse players, so we're like getting slashed and like whatever we're playing summer ball, and like I'm taping my wrist before the round because I can't keep them straight because they're like I'm so sore. So it's like it, golf's hard in the summer for us because we're just like. All year round, we're, we're playing. Yeah, which which is a little bit different. Like so, um, for you guys, your season goes. How how many months do you guys normally play for? Eight. Eight months. I don't even know. Yeah, I think it, we have eight month contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's kind of similar for us. Um, but like, so we play for the Bandits from like, let's say when we start November. No, November, and then it goes like if we go into the playoffs, it goes to like June. Let's say June first, and then we play in another league in the summer which is like a, a, a field lacrosse league. So it's a little bit different than the Bandits. Um, and then we play from there June 1 to like September 15th if you make the championship. Oh, really? So from September 15th to November, you've got like six weeks to, for an off season to try to get your body right. So exactly what he's saying, like we, we pretty much go year round. And it's just like, man, you try to do anything else besides lacrosse, and you're just like, you feel like you're 75 years old. You get hit yeah. the rib the one game, and you're just like, oh, no, I can't golf this week. Yeah. Like, that's like the first thing that comes to mind. Like, but uh, we'll, we'll kind of get back into this. Uh, like, what's your favorite hockey moment thus far for both of you guys? I'll ask Owen first. I don't know. Um, I mean, first game's pretty cool. Right. Um what are, so, those, what are those feelings like? Like, Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. I mean, I, I played in Toronto, too, my first game. So um, oh, wow. That's really cool. I had a ton of family. and um, He had a whole section. Yeah. Of, yeah. It was <laughs> like 500 people. It, it, was, it was pretty crazy. But so, so that, that was really cool to um, kind of be able to go and, and play first game back home. But um, you obviously get the, the solo lap, too, and, and we're up. So yeah. um, it's something you dream of, I, th- I think, and right. um, couldn't have been any better um, being in Toronto. Did you, did you win World Juniors? 
No, I didn't. I didn't win juniors, but that was the other thing. I, I won uh, world championships. Oh yeah, um, that's right. So that's that's probably the biggest one. Um, yeah. I mean, your your first NHL games. That's it's gotta that's, be. Yeah, that's probably that's, the best. I, I don't blame you. How about you? Uh yeah. I would say getting drafted uh, was awesome. Um, but then your first goal, first game, um, uh, I kind of appreciate like the outdoor game we had. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. Um, yeah, I haven't. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. There, yeah. there's, there's a lot of them. It's tough, man, for sure. It's, uh, it's cool because like we had uh, Pat Coletta on. Um, on our last podcast and he was talking about his first game and uh, we didn't know this but his first game and I don't know if you guys remember this is the the Ray Emery ba- uh, brawl that that happened with like Marty Buren oh yeah I, I, I think I know I, yeah, I think yeah, you told him about it yeah, yeah with, like, against Ottawa and yeah. like he was like man like I'm playing in my, my hometown same kind of thing as you but next thing I know, I'm getting tapped on the shoulder, being like, hey, go, go take care of that guy. And, <laughs> and the next thing you know, he's in the middle of a line brawl in his first ever game. I'm like, man, that's, that's absolutely insane. <laughs> I, I, I honestly can't imagine that. Um, but uh, so this is kind of a, an interesting one because, you know, um, if you asked him what the best part of my game is and vice versa, he might say something a little bit different, uh, especially my teammates. But uh, what's uh, what do you think the best part of your of your hockey game is, and would your teammates agree? And we'll start with you, Rasmus. What what my best part is? Yeah. And would your teammates agree? So you gotta kind of. Yeah, it's kind of a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say. Would you agree with hockey sense? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty good with everything. I don't, I don't have a good shot. I don't have. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I would say the hockey sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. I, <laughs> I think you could basically say anything and guys <laughs> no, that, 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 agree with the skating no. shot. Okay. Uh, That's a good rookie answer. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. How about you? For me, I I don't know. I mean, I'd like to say same thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He hasn't done anything wrong since he got into the league. <laughs> kind of cool to watch, actually. He's never he's never getting caught out on film. Coach being like, what are you doing? No, it's always Positive. Owen Power highlights yeah. in, in the morning meetings. <laughs> that's so, awesome. I mean, that's, uh, that, that happened to me the other day. It was like I did something wrong. I don't know. And uh, there's nothing worse than being in film. And, you know, you see a play that you remember, you're like, eh, you know, I might, I might catch some grief for this play. And all of a sudden, he, he pulls it up, yeah. and you're like, what did you do? Well, like, yeah, yeah, I know. And sometimes never you, fun. Yeah. yeah, when you get called out and you're just like, you think I wanted to do that? Like, no, I didn't <laughs> yeah. want to do that. Like, I didn't want to let them yeah. score. I didn't like. It's like I, I understand. Like, and yeah, like you said, there's nothing worse than knowing that you're kind of gonna get screamed at, so or whatever it may be, and you're just like, okay, like we're adults. Like, I understand that I made a mistake. You don't need to tell me exactly. like seven times. Super kind of like, obvious stuff. Too. Right, yeah. right. Like, oh, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So you're telling me I shouldn't have passed to that guy in my own end and he scored? I, I shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't have done that? Yeah, right. can turn it over right in front of my own net? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Thank you, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, uh, it's frustrating, man. But um, if, uh, <laughs> so if you guys weren't playing hockey, right, what would be what would be your dream job besides hockey? 
Uh, I mean, something in sports. I mean, I, I could say lacrosse, but um, I think being a pro golfer um, yeah. would be pretty cool. So right. those guys go around playing the nicest course in the world and the nicest place in the world. So I feel like there's a lot of pressure, though. Like, I totally agree with you, but, like, individual sports freak me out because it's, like, all on you kind of thing where, like, we can kind of get away with – like having an off day and your team still like for wins, sure. you know what I mean? Like you, you, golf, actually, like, you can't hide. Like I, I know, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For me, like when I, my, my golf game, like if I can get off the tee, I'll play well. Like if my driver's on, I'm okay. But then I have those, those shakes like around the green when it's like you're betting your buddy is don't, $15 and you're trying one. to hit this, <laughs> hit this putt. And it's like, you, you want him to give it to you because it's, it's within the giving length, but he won't give it to you and you miss it. It's like, uh which I, I, I can't imagine, man. Like, I'm such a mental midget when it comes to actually, like, playing golf. So if I was playing, like, in an actual league and professionally, I'd be like, wow. But I think, I think you're dead on. I think that's, like, what the, the dream, the, the dream yeah. would yeah. be. Um, How about you? Uh, <laughs> this is the same thing. I don't know if I could do anything outside sports. Right. Um, I'm trying to find something outside sports that would – probably be like a construction worker <laughs> you know that was that was my dad with me when i was growing up so okay. i'd probably follow him yeah did you, have, did you ever work with him at all what's up did, did you ever work with him like when uh, yeah i did some you know when you take breaks from school to go visit yeah. your dad's work whatever so yeah. um so you're handy. You're handy. Uh, I can't say I'm handy. <laughs> I, I know what's going on. Yeah. Right. That's, that's that's key in life. Like I don't know. This guy doesn't even know what a screwdriver is. So yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough out right here, man. I'm, I'm the guy that's like, oh, like my toilet's broken. Like I'm calling maintenance. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Get it together, man. And I'm calling him to call maintenance. So I'm not better. I'm, I'm chirping. You don't want to be I'm that no guy. Better. Yeah. <laughs> what's the number for the maintenance guy? Like, yeah. Um, what's your go-to shootout move? And you don't have to tell it if, you know, it's... No, I mean, I, I, I don't think I would take a shoot at any game, so... Um, but if it, yours is five-hole, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I always... I mean, that's pretty much the only way it's I score is five-hole, yeah. five no. so... Um, Do you? Do you I don't know. Like, yeah. How I've, many have you been in? I've been in two, I think. Okay. I missed one, scored one. Okay. Slap shot, five-hole. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, tell me this, though. So shootouts are coming. Are you like, come on, coach, like give me like the not, like nod? Or are you like, uh, like depending on how you're playing or like how's it work? If I was failing it during the overtime, yeah, I could probably uh, like Wait, say that. But if if like if if it's an off night, I would not yeah. put me go in. Out there. Are you are you a kid? Like we we coach kids and like. Sometimes we'll do random shootouts, and I'll be like, "Coach, is it, like, am I in? Am I in? Are you like the same idea? Like, are you looking over your shoulder? Like, no, I was in? more when I was younger. Yeah. But no, it's the goalies are so good. And right. We play these games when we go on the road. Like the last guy who scores has to buy Tim Tim Hortons for the team, like oh, coffees and stuff. That's pressure. And I'm I'm one of the last five <laughs> there every time. Those are different than actual shootouts. Yeah. Though. Like everyone's just skating out as fast as you can, and then. Yeah, goalies kind of, I think, give guys some 
freebies. Well, we like, Craig, yeah. Craig, Craig Adamson, he, he picks who he wants to lose. <laughs> yeah. So like That's up. me, he picked me the other night, uh, the other day, and like all the all the guys just came in and shot five hole. He was just standing there. Oh, but as soon God. as I came in, he like tried. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's good. It's yeah, it's not the same thing, but no, that's 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 definitely different. I mean, like, so I've I've had to take. We don't really we don't have shootouts um, for the cross, but we have penalty shots. Same kind of idea, and like, man, there's nothing there's nothing scarier than stepping up and being like, okay, like. Just make sure you hang on. You hang on to the ball here. Like you don't want to be that guy that like comes in and just like loses the puck or like. Well, it's more scooping it. Just yeah. like right off the. Well, hop. It's, it's brutal because for us, like they they make you start with the ball on the ground and then you have to like scoop through it and then no and, way and then, and then run it and then run and like yeah. shoot. So it's like you're sitting there like, okay, don't be that guy who just misses a, a scooped up ball. But it's <laughs> tough for you guys as well because it's like they like obviously just uh, do the ice so like it could be sticky or could like be grab, like, could grab like the water or whatever sometimes I, I don't wouldn't know. enjoy that you remember when Marshawn just missed yeah, the no. yeah but it, even with that, they right do the it. ice but yeah. it's still like they don't put water down so it's still all choppy it's oh, just okay. no snow yeah. Right. yeah so I think you see quite a few guys either the puck hops up on them or, or they'll lose it you guys see the uh, World Cup yeah, yeah. those uh, shootouts or penalty shots, it's whatever a, you call that's it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that's nerves. So much pressure. Oh, yeah. Right. My God. It's for your like your country, obviously. And like I don't understand it because they're so good and the nets are so big. But that being said, like goalies are good. It's like a head game. Like and I'm like, well, you're worse than I am. Like you're like, okay, what are you thinking? Like we're doing like we do sprints in the gym and you got to do like rock paper scissors. Winner goes right and loser goes left, whatever it may be. So you try to get another person's head. And like he overthinks <laughs> yeah. everything. So it's like you're just standing there and you're just waiting like, for him to do it. And like, he's like thinking the logistics of losing and winning and I don't even know. Like I'm like, what's going on? But, but that that World Cup was crazy. I think the the cool part about that though is that like, what was it? I think they they just kept going back to Messi. Yeah. And and wasn't it? No. Well. well, well if in a game, yeah, like in a game, you can do that, right? Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. if there's a red card in the yeah, the box. Well, no, yeah. But in, in a Mbappe, I'm yeah. sorry, who was it was able to like just like pretty much put his team on his back. Yeah, in that last. Yeah, but in the in crazy. the final like shootout type thing, it's like at, at you pick players or whatever, and then there's real, there's really big pressure on yeah. you there. Oh my yeah. god, like if. 900 billion people <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know it's crazy um, what what's some things that separates elite players from like good players or whatever like in the NHL like what do you what do you think are like what's the big differences like I don't know I, I would say consistency yeah um, it's so funny I say it because we had a meeting about it uh, <laughs> yesterday but uh, I Yes, to stay consistent and be reliable every game. It's, I think, yeah. I, I think that's a good, really good answer, and I would never think that's something you would answer because, again, you guys play so many games, and to be consistent that many games, like it's got to be hard. You, like, I'm sure there's some nights that you're just like, I want, I need a break, like I want to take a night off, but you can't, right? No, you, you can't, can't take a shift off. You can't yeah. do anything like that. I think that's the other thing too, is just being able to play, play good when you're feeling terrible. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your low level has to yeah. be high. Yeah. yeah. Right. And there, there's. It's funny you say that. There's one player on our team. I won't mention who that is, but he's just like, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's the type of player that he's like, honestly, you just, you don't need to be the worst player. You don't need to be the best player. You just got to stay like in the middle. And like, 
you just do your job kind of thing and like you'll never really get cut from a team you'll never be like a superstar but you'll just always stay maintained and i'm like why are you thinking like that like why wouldn't you want to be the best player and like get paid more or whatever it may be like what do you but he but he's he's been in the league for a long time yeah, and yeah. i'm like good for you he, he just kind of stays under the radar yeah. <laughs> he's he's kind of a an interesting dude as it is but um <laughs> So yeah, walk us uh, walk us through like uh, just just like a day in the life like on, on like a game day. What's like your routine like? How does that all look? I want to hear your routines. Uh yeah, I mean, are I don't you, really got. Are you, are you a routine guy? No, like, like I just kind of. Uh, he just comes to the ring. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like, but that's what I'm interested. I I used to like kind of be pretty dialed in on mm-hmm. do the same thing all the time and um, all that stuff, but. Kind of the last couple of years, I've kind of realized that it, for me, it doesn't do anything and just gets in your head. So, right. um, I mean, we, we morning skate, so I'll get up, um, have breakfast, go skate, um, then come back and uh, eat lunch and then normally go down for a nap for a little bit. And then um, I'll wake up and uh, I'll usually read right as I um, kind of wake up, just get get the brain going and... Um, then get changed, go to the rink, and um, just wait till warm-ups pretty much, and then um, get on the ice and, and go play. Are you a, are you a morning guy? Like, do you like mornings or? Uh, I wouldn't say I like mornings, but like you can I figure it out. I I'm like someone. Who, once I'm up, I'm I'm kind of up. Like I'm not. I'm normally in a pretty good mood. Right. Um, I'm not kind of miserable. Um, like some I feel other like guys, you're but. you're a really happy-go-lucky guy. Like what what makes you mad? Is there anything? Uh, there something. I don't know. I'm. I mean, there's there's not too much. Really. Not too much. Yeah. Um, there's not. Much, I'm the same way. There's not much that makes me mad. There's like, again, like if somebody picks on my brother, like if we used to play juniors together, like that would that would make me mad. But like again, like you're very even keel. Yeah. Very even keel. It's hard for me to show emotions. Uh, I mean, if re- if a ref makes a bad call, I'll, I'll be in his ear. But like, I, I'm I'm pretty happy guy personally. Um, then I, I guess, uh, what's like, what's like your mindset going into a game? Like, like for me recently, it's been like trying to figure out that happy medium, kind of like what you said, like sometimes like when you're just so focused on like, you know, I have to do good or I have to, um, whatever it is, like so focused on that routine. It's like, it's tough to just get into like that flow state. So like, what's like your mindset going into, into games? Um, I, I'm a big uh, visualizer, um, Word. so I, I try to visualize, you know, my habits, um, the stuff that needs to be done during the game, uh, which put my mind into the right place, I feel like. Um, so I'm kind of where, where Owen is with um, try to stay loose and um, not be too caught up in routines and stuff. but. Um, yeah, I like to, I like to visualize. Yeah. I find it, it, it's so hard and like, it's, it's cool hearing you guys like that because I want to be like that. I'm, I'm very like routine. Like, again, I told you, like I nap at two o'clock, like for the past, like whatever. And now I'm trying to like, if I, if I feel tired, okay, I'll, I'll nap. Like I don't need to nap necessarily or, or these, these little things. Like, I feel like, again, like for me, uh, playing for Buffalo, I feel like there's so many, 
expectations. Like it's such a great city to play for and the fans are great obviously and they want you to win and all this stuff. So I feel like I need to perform to the best of my ability. I put extra pressure on myself and I don't I don't want to, but like that's just how it is and I wish I was more like relaxed like you guys kind of thing. You know what I mean? No, yeah. When it's when it, it's so much easier to to stay loose and don't care as much, but you care yeah. uh, when you're playing good. But when I'm yeah. when I'm in a bad <laughs> yeah. period, I'm I'm like, oh, how can I make me better? And then I go to sleep same time and then I eat the same thing, right. and I put the same suit on or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. But when you play good, like it's like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's crazy how that works, right? You can kind of yeah. go back and forth. Um, but it's funny. I don't really want to expose you here too much, but like, so there's obviously some guys have like just like rituals that are just like weird. Right, like, like for instance, Daner, he, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. he, like, he, <laughs> he, like, like he sleeps with a stick. So like he'll like get into bed. We'll be on the road. We're roommates, and he'll just like tuck his tuck his stick in, put the covers over. <laughs> I, I'm a big believer. If you treat your stick with respect, it'll treat you well. And, oh yeah. Uh, again, it, it doesn't. <laughs> it's been. I've been struggling this year. <laughs> I, I, we have five games. I got five goals, and uh, people have like got me a bit about it. But like again, like. Uh, I don't Is know. five goals in five games bad? Uh, so well, see, this is this is where it's like it's it's tough, right? Because like he's such a a, a very talented player yeah. um, that people key on him, right? Yeah. So like defenses would be like, hey, we're just not gonna let him score. We're gonna make him a passer. Yeah. And he's saying he's struggling, but he's what are you? You're top in the league in points. He leads the league in points because he's able to assist so much. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't say five goals in five games is bad. It's just they're taking away his, like, shooting opportunities and stuff and making him into a feeder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, there's there's some guys that are, like, have a lot more than five goals. Yeah, like, what's the point, like, points per game, like, the leader in the league? It's, like, something crazy, isn't it? Like, four or five or something? Oh, really? Um, I had no idea. Right now or in general? Just, like, normally, like, isn't it? Um, what's your what's your top? What's your so so I I have the points record um, from actually last year or twenty sixteen. Last year is your points. This uh, guy's a G. But I don't know what it is. I, I had like a, I think one hundred thirty five points in eighteen games. Yeah, like it's crazy. So I think it's <laughs> I think what I think Dude, it, it's, it's wild. I thought it was a point per game. No, 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 I had no, 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 no clue. No, no. No, so but like that's that's you're averaging seven and a half points a game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like I think. But like, okay, you yeah. gotta think of it this <laughs> way. There's so also yeah, so you many think goals. Of it this so way. so the, yeah, there's so many goals. There's offense, defense, right? So like, defense will play defense and then they'll change and the offense goes out there. Yeah, we yeah. have six or seven offensive guys. So we're playing. So every we're playing like almost shift. every shift, and like you're touching the ball like and there's like two assists. Well, I guess like hockey, right? There's two assists. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're touching the ball a lot, like, kind of thing. And I don't know. It's just, like, lucky, too. I don't know. You just yeah. got to – I don't know. It's yeah. weird. It's, it, it's a different kind of beast, man. So um, you, you guys never have to back check or work uh, hard? So, that, so this is where it gets tough, right? Because um, – and especially in the last couple of years, our coach has been, like, just, like, really hard on, like, take – we call it reverse transition. Because, like, it's the easiest way to score – is like on like a three on two, two on one breakaway, right? Yeah. And a lot of offenses in the league, right? There's a lot of guys who are just like out of shape. We're, la- we're like, lazy. We want to score goals, yeah, right? Yeah. So like if you don't, if you turn the ball over, they just like jog to the bench. And then like guys are sprinting past you and trying to get breakaways. So like for us, that's been a big thing for us is like sprinting back, trying to take away transition and whatnot. Playing defensive, you have to, but 
for the most part, you're taking away the transition opportunity and then getting off and letting the defense come. Um, my, my first three years in the league, um, I had to play defense. I got drafted as an offensive guy, and then I had to play defense. And, again, I, I told Coletta this. My, my coach told me, he's like, if you don't play well on defense, you're not going to the offensive door. Because, like, I was a young – I was 19 years old, I assumed. Yeah, like, if I suck on D, they got to play me on offense. <laughs> but he was like, yeah, you're, you're going to be in the press box. And I'm like, oh, crap. So uh, I'm glad I, I learned that way. Um, now, like, the coaches have a lot of expectations for – myself and him especially like that when we do get back on defense like we can't be liabilities we have to like actually bear down and play defense like yeah, if we get we beat go. like <laughs> if we get beat we're getting yelled at like yeah. like like a normal d guy so yeah. like there's some offensive guys once they cut off transition they're like okay my job's done like if i get beat whatever like they don't expect me to play defense like or whatever mm-hmm. but and it's, and it's like the same thing right so like if you're on offense and you see one of the other team's offensive players on defense, you're like, oh, we got, we got to take advantage of this yeah, guy. Like, so, you're, so you call so Pigeon, Bunny, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, let's get this guy one-on-one, yeah. take him to the racks. So people try to pick on you too. Right. My first three years, I think, like, I, I feel like I got scored on so many times, but, like, they're also big picking on me, obviously. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, knew I wasn't, like, supposed to be back there. So, like, I'm going to um, – but then I was, like, the guy that, like, Soon as there's a shotgun, I'm like up the floor trying to get a breakaway. Like it was a ch- like it was so bad. But cherry picking. Yeah. Um, um, for the both of you, do you dress yourselves or do you have uh, someone help you, you choose your outfits? I normally just do my own. I mean, I got like four different shirts, a couple different suits, and yeah, keep it simple. Normally don't wear a tie, so it's normally pretty, pretty basic, pretty simple. Um, yeah, I don't know. You're you're a bit more into the fashion than I am. So. <laughs> no, but I dress myself too. Um, yeah, I, I like clothes and stuff, but um, yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. We're no. we're both the same. Like we yeah. like I love clothes. Like I'm bad for shopping for shoes, hats. Just some and some sometimes like like for us like where um, it's not like obviously like the NBA or anything like that. It's kind of similar to you guys. Like we we have to come in suits. Um, so like sometimes it's like we find ourselves spending more time on like actually trying to like find a cool suit or like a good pair of shoes or something to go with it. So um, it was it was bad at one point and like I probably have fifteen to sixteen suits and it was bad at one point. Like I, I'm superstitious. We were winning playoff games and every playoff game I'd be like I need a new suit. So I like I buy a new suit. Like, <laughs> oh. kind of thing. like it, I mean I like it. Like I that's one thing like. I like I feel good I, I feel like I'm gonna play good kind of thing and like I like dressing up I, I like being different um, expressing like myself with like my suits like different colors all that stuff so it's similar to you like I know you have a lot of different suits I, I see I'm like oh wow like I like that like I want to do that kind yeah. of thing so um, so last kind of I guess serious question before we get into a bit of a, a rapid fire um, so I mean obviously like it, this generation this era um, you know playing and having to grow up in like a social media era um what's it like to have to you know block out the noise especially being at like high profile athletes um just to really just like stay focused on yourselves and and to not worry about what anybody else is saying what's 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 that like um yeah that's been a huge part of my career Mm -hmm. uh the noise and um the social media and stuff yeah um when I was 16, I uh, had a, no, seven, the year before the draft, I had a lot of success back in Sweden and uh, I was all over media and I got this hype from nowhere. Um, so I got very exposed into 
um, the media world right away. Um, and I loved it, you know, the attention when you're 17 and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then, <clears throat> you know, a um, couple of a bad year came and it turned uh, and I was still looking at it. Um, yeah. um, it was it was it was challenging, but I, I'm very happy I went through it because um, that made me such a stronger person and um, yeah you need downs to get up again and um, it was it was uh, it was challenging for sure yeah no I, I feel like um, and, and we obviously we deal with it obviously on a lesser level of you guys but even the the things that that we have to deal with like it's it's tough man like you've got people just judging you on your on every moment that that you have whether that's on the on on the floor on the ice um it, it can be uh tough on your mind just to really try to kind of focus focus on what's important um and i know like for me this year i've taken a bit of a different kind of mindset with everything and um you know it's easy like you score a couple goals whatever big point night whatever it is and you see everyone pumping your tires on social yeah. media you're like yeah this is nice right um but like like for me this year i'm like yeah i'm not even gonna look at it i'm not gonna look at it when i'm good i'm not gonna look at it when i'm bad i'm just gonna try to to block it out as, as best as i can and i know for you guys it's probably even that much more difficult so i'm just kind of interested to get your get your takes it's on hard, that but it's hard not to look at it because like you're on your phone like a lot right like what no matter even if you're trying to avoid it it's just like coming up right so yeah. like I, I don't know. Like, it's tough because, like, you almost had to, like, pick and choose who you follow almost. That but it's like, how do you not follow, like, SportsCenter or something? Right, <laughs> like, right. for, for you guys anyways. But Yeah. For sure. Yeah, sometimes you go in periods where, you, like, I I don't have Twitter. Yep. Um, that's where all the crap is, I feel it's like. True, yeah. It's true. I have Keyboard somewhere. warriors. I, right? I like, I like yeah. looking at it. But, like, again, like, when it comes up to you and it's, like, whatever. Like, obviously, us losing the finals last year, that was, oh. a, hu that was a huge thing. And I'm, like... I'm already like angry at myself for not playing, like performing to my best of my ability or whatever yeah. it may be. And then you have these people and I'm like, why don't I like delete these, like these, these, these apps? apps. Yeah. Like, but it's just like, like you're, you're, you're following them and they're the ones chirping or not, half the time. Like, it's not even sometimes like they following. just pop, they find how. a way on your like, like social they, media they and it's like, yeah, or what whatever, yeah, whatever <laughs> it may be. I'm like, what's going on? Like, it's like, I already know, like, I don't need to hear it from you guys. And it's just like, ongoing like and it, it is tough and like again like he said like you guys probably get it worse than we do because you guys are at a like a different level than us but it's uh like are you on your phone a lot like no, no actually i've tried to i deleted twitter i think last year and um i actually just deleted tiktok a couple days ago okay um, which really? that's a bad one how's, how's, how's that TikTok? how's that going uh, it's good actually I, i've been good without it <laughs> um but like even instagram like i'm trying to go on as low as possible right um you guys for, are so busy though too. Yeah, for those same reasons, and I just think like there's so much garbage on it, oh, right? Yeah. Um, that you don't really need to worry right. about. But and um, it, it is some, it, it's some random person that like again hiding behind their phone that like doesn't even know anything about anything, but you still take it in, and it's like it's hard. It's like it's like why am I listening to this person? Like you've probably never even seen a game, or you came to your first game, and like. I don't know. It's like yeah, or or they've never worked hard in their entire life, and they're just right. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I've I've seen I've seen a few uh, of my buddies that they they send like DMs, yeah, uh, like horrible stuff, like stuff you can't even imagine. Yeah. yeah. And this guy answers like, 
holy, relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a quick respond, and then he just flips. Oh, you're my biggest idol. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I, it's I, the same thing with everyone. It's like, right. they have a bad day or whatever, and they go right about. So it doesn't mean anything. Right. Uh, it's just, man, cool. you're 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 100 right. Like it's it's so crazy because they'll say all that stuff, right? And then if they were to actually come and meet you in person, they'll be like, oh, hey, man, yeah, exactly. can you can you sign this or can yeah. you do that? It's like. Man, just you know, how about you just keep it to yourself, yeah, and and don't worry about it. And sometimes I like I I I'm on Twitter and I, I might delete it now that you guys are saying it. Yeah, but like, I, don't know, but <laughs> I agree. I, I like like whenever I get chirped on Twitter or whatever it may be, I, I like to like it just to be like, yeah, like I agree with you, like kind of thing to see like if their their reactions like the same. You're, or you're, stuff you're like playing that. head games. Yeah, with just the guy. trying to yeah, like yeah, a yeah. little bit, but I don't know if it works. Gotta get chirped anyways. But. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so coming up to the segment, we call it the hot seat. All right, it's pretty much this or that. Um, yeah, there's one question on here. Um, it's, uh, just so that we kind of have some clarity with it. So, um, ah, I'll, I'll just throw you guys into the fire. It's all good. Uh, so the first one is a uh, bag of milk or carton of milk. And this is one that like, I, I don't, do you even, do you know what a bag of milk is? I have is? no idea. What <laughs> yeah. So, and that's okay. Cause I think it's a Canadian thing yeah, anyways. Yeah. Um, so ba- bag of milk is pretty much like, uh, you ever had like a, like a bag of wine? It's pretty much just like milk in a bag. It's milk in a bag. Okay. It's yeah. milk in okay. a bag. Yeah. A, like a paper. Th- no, no, it's no, plastic. Like, it's like, it's like, uh, like you put it in like a, what, a carton? A carton, yeah. yeah and yeah. then you cut like the bag and you pour it out. Like, <laughs> it's right. like liter bags. What is it? Liter, I think? Yeah. 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 But right. How often do you have to explain that to people? A lot or no? Yeah, quite a bit. Even some Canadians don't know what it is. Really? Yeah. Um, I, I think it's an Eastern thing, Max. I didn't really have yeah, it a lot in the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. I play, I, I, one of my good buddies is from BC and he had, when we were talking about it, he had no idea. Yeah. And yeah. Rasmus, have you ever heard somebody call somebody a milk bag? Yeah. So yeah. that's where that's it, it, it comes yeah. from. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So now you know. Well, Next time, if I ever see you at the rink, I'll uh, I'll bring a bag of milk. Next time I'm in Canada, I'll bring something. You gotta try it. I don't know if it tastes it's any different. No, it, it's way better. I Is think. it oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I like it. a bag of milk compared to one in a carton, like I think it's so much better. All right. Perfect. So. There you go. So bag of milk. I'm assuming your carton of milk. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, next one is car or truck. Car. I'm truck. All right, all right. Is there a reason behind that, or? Uh, it's just I. I mean, I'm pretty big, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, the smaller cars don't always fit, and with my, um, especially driving, my hips get so tight in, oh, yeah. in tight cars. So, yeah. um, definitely truck. Feel that. Um, snow or rain? Snow. 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 A hundred percent. Yeah. That was an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Trust me. I'm I'm from Vancouver, right? So like we get rain like crazy, and it's like. People are like, oh, you actually like living in Buffalo? I'm like, man, like, like well, isn't it so cold? I'm like, yeah, but like, at least there's times where like it's still blue skies and sunny. And yeah. It's beautiful it's, out. Even though it's cold, it's like, I'd rather that than 35 days straight of just rain all the time. Sure. Like, That's where where I grew up. It's all rain, too. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, it sucks. Uh, yeah, tough. Uh, favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas. Christmas? Yeah. Something called Midsummer back in Sweden. Okay, what's the yeah. yeah, please. It's like um, yeah, in the middle of the summer. I think it's uh, June twenty fifth or something. Mm-hmm. You just celebrate the summer uh, with all your friends. You're dancing and you're playing games and you're having a blast. 
We do. We might have to take a trip. Yeah, it's yeah. Have to come no, down it's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds unreal. Yeah, that's on my bucket list. <laughs> uh, smooth or crunchy peanut butter? Smooth. Smooth. Really? We're both oh. crunchy. See, he, man, crunchy. he changed me. He changed the way I look at it. But uh, I was always a smooth guy. And on road trips, he couldn't do anything but crunchy. He'd freak out. He'd be like, no, I need to be crunchy. <laughs> Superstitious. Yeah. Superstitious. Yeah. Uh, cooking or cleaning? Cooking, 100%. Cook. Uh, no, I'm cleaning, I would say. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, tacos or burritos? Oof. It's tacos like these hard. Yeah, the the hard, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bur- I have burritos. Oh, I'll do sure. burritos, yeah. See, I'm, yeah. I'm taco all day. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, 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 no. Like, yeah, it just folds yeah, up. Yeah, 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 but it, I don't know. Like, I love nachos, and I think that's where it comes from. But well, then buy some nachos. <laughs> yeah, buy some nachos next to the burrito. All right, guys, okay. <laughs> On a long drive, do you listen to music or podcasts? Uh, I, I love podcasts, so um, pretty much always podcasts. I would say both if yeah. it's a long yeah. road trip. A bit yeah. of a mix. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'll, I'll probably start off with, with music, and then I get bored of the music, and then, you know, jump into a podcast right. to try to keep my mind going. So I, I feel you on that. Comedy or horror? Comedy. Comedy, 100%. Yeah, oh. you guys scared or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if I know it's a horror movie or show, I just want to watch it. It's, it's not, yeah. what's the point of getting get scared? I agree. <laughs> I'm the same way. That's a good way of looking at it. I don't yeah. know. Like, my, my, like, girl, my girl loves horror movies, and I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? So we can go to bed, like, just, like, check <laughs> yeah, out the Yeah, and then when she, I, I, tell me if I'm wrong, but she's in bed, like, it's dark, and she's scared. Is yeah. it true? Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Why, why, I, do you, why do you look at... <laughs> and then they're grabbing me, like, do something. I'm like, you do something. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> you wanted this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is your fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right, that, yeah, that, that pretty much wraps that up. Um, yeah, we don't really, man, listen... Thank you guys both for, for jumping on. Um, we know you guys are in, incredibly busy, um, so taking the time is, is definitely huge. And you know everything that we've heard about both of you guys, you know, being humble, um, hardworking guys, you know, it just reflected that with, with kind of getting to know you guys today. So definitely appreciate you guys jumping on, and uh, hopefully we'll see you around the rink soon. Yeah, and definitely we'll have to get a golf round in. Maybe we can go uh, meet Rasmus for C2. Yeah. <laughs> Take your money. Though. <laughs> that doesn't sound fair at all. We're talking. That's how I said it. <laughs> no, thanks for having us. Oh, thank you. All right, before we go, we want to finish with fan questions from you, the fans. First question, Kenny wants to know how we pick our goal songs. Oof, that's a, that's a good one. Um, because it takes a long time. <laughs> it, it, it really feels like as soon as the season's over, you're like, all right, what's my, what's my song going to be next year? Um, and of course, you got to do the test, right? You got to put it on in your car. You got to absolutely blast it and see if it gets you going or not. Um, I think for me, the key is to find something that, that I love, but also I feel like that the fans will kind of resonate with as well and, and kind of have a bit, of a, a bit of a message in there too. Um, so that's kind of, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's tough. It's like a feel almost yeah. for me. What about you? I like to ask around a little bit to an extent. But again, like you said, I, I like to know what will get me going. But also the fans, um, my, my past few have been a little bit of throwbacks that mm-hmm. have a really good beat to them. Um, I know people bark when I score. So it's a little bit, it throws me off a little bit because you can't really hear uh, my song all too At much, first, which, yeah. which, is, which is okay because I, I do... 
I do like the fans getting involved in that sense, but it you like the start, fans barking. But I'm like, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to like hear it, and I'm like, wait, what's going on? But uh, again, yeah, I, I like to kind of put a throwback that people haven't heard in a while, and they're like, oh wow, I remember this song, and like, mm. yeah, hundred um, percent. All right, well, next question. Tony says, we know you guys are super focused during the games, but are there any traditions of Bandit Land that stand out that you enjoy seeing? Um, yeah, there's a few. Um, number one, I think, would be um, when the other team gets a, in, in the penalty box, the mm. BOX chant. Mm. Uh, those are always really cool. Um, obviously, running out of the tunnel is, is probably the, the biggest goosebumps. But uh, like I said, and I, I've said this many times to you specifically, and, um, is when we're standing, we run out of the tunnel, we're all standing ready for uh, O Canada <laughs> and the anthem. And when everybody starts chanting, um, let's, go, let's bandits. go bandits, it gives me goosebumps. Like it, you, you hear it. Uh, well, they boo the crowd first. They boo the other yeah, team yeah. first. And then they go, let's go bandits. And they keep chanting and it's louder and louder. It legit gives me goosebumps but uh how about you yeah that's uh no it, it's funny though because like we stand right next to each other and like a lot of times you look over each other like let's go right. like it's it's time to go now right. um and you can just it just feel you can just feel the energy kind of start to flow through your body um it's really a, a crazy experience um yeah i mean kind of piggybacking off of what you said um you know after we break it down in our locker room and we're kind of going in the hallway getting ready and you hear those bagpipes start playing. And it's just like, oh, that's that's like the cue. It's like, oh, it's it's time. It's game time, right. man. Like, and you're just walking and I don't know, there's something that just kind of like takes over you. It's it's definitely uh, pretty wild. And then another one that, that I like personally, um, it, it's the classic, what's he got? Right, when yeah. especially when V makes a yeah. big save and everyone's just like, nothing, <laughs> like, get some. Right. Like, and, we, and then we know, okay, we have a chance to score. Next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's our, yeah. Our, 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 our time to go here. Right. Like, let, let's make something happen. Um, th those are probably, th there's a lot, man. There's so much about right. Banditland that, that you get to get so fired up with. And it's funny to see, like, really the different people when they come to our games, especially if it's for the first time, they're like, they don't know what's going on. Yeah, right. They're like, where did I walk into? Right. What is happening But by right the now? end of it, they know every They're, chant. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, this <laughs> yeah. is my favorite chant. Yeah. It's all yeah. cool. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. There's music playing all the time. Like, all this cool yeah. stuff. So oh, yeah. They get hooked. But uh, third question, Owen wants to know what we do for uh, fun outside of lacrosse. Uh, I don't know if I would call it fun, um, but I try to golf. <laughs> it's, it's something that, you know, I, I've started over the past couple of years. Um, so, you know, the first couple of years that you start playing golf, it's it's very frustrating and, and annoying, especially when you and Klooch <laughs> are uh, very good at the game and like to chirp me as I uh, chili dip the ball. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, that, that's one thing. Um, and then an another thing that, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily for fun, but it's just like a, a new passion that I've had is trying to get into the real estate market. Um, you know, I, I just I, I want to be, you know, more than a lacrosse player. And um, I do feel like real estate's a great way to create wealth. And that's somewhere that I'm trying to trying to find my own little niche in, in the real estate market. What about you? Okay. Uh, I like to golf, but that's, <laughs> yeah. you already know, said that. But uh, tennis is what I picked up uh, during COVID. Mm. Um, got pretty competitive with that. And uh, I, I'm stubborn. I don't like to, I don't want to take lessons, mm. but I like to beat all my teammates and that stuff. 
Um, I love to travel. That's one thing that I like to do in my uh, pastime. And uh, what else? There's one other thing. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. There's, a, there's a few different <laughs> things, but no. Uh, you, you love shoes. I'll uh, give you that. No, I like to buy shoes, yes. But that's, <laughs> that's not something that I like to talk about because I, I regret sometimes doing so. But uh, I love to travel. Like I like to go around the world and um, experience different things. And okay, the last thing I like to do is I like to coach. I like to give back mm-hmm. to the, the younger kids. I, I find it so funny because different age groups are different, are, are funnier. Obviously, they're they're different. But uh, the younger group, they, <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. They, they they say random stuff, but it's just fun to be a part of. And then the, as you get older, like they're telling you like random stuff that happens in high school and stuff like that. You're like, okay, you shouldn't be telling me this. I, yeah. We should be playing right now. Like, you know, relax. <laughs> but it's just cool to see give back, but also like see kids at a young age um, become who they are when you get older because we, we kind of start them at a young age. And then as we see them, we're like, wow, we coached you years ago. Yeah. Like this is crazy to see. So yeah. those are my top three. Well, it's, what's yeah, what I find the cool part about coaching is like it, it almost feels like you kind of get the kid brought out of you again. You know what I mean? Like they're they're just especially at the younger ages, they're so simple. Their minds work just like very just like one direction, right. and like they're just not a care in the world. And um, you know it's it's refreshing to you know go spend an hour to to three hours coaching a bunch of little rugrats and just <laughs> seeing the the joy that they get out of the game. Um, is, is definitely a really cool thing. So I, I definitely have to agree with you on that. Um, I think we have one more question here. Greg wants to know what our favorite thing is about Buffalo. That's a, that's a tough question. Um, my favorite thing about Buffalo, I think just how close of a community it is. We, we talked about it earlier, and I really do mean that. Like, um, First things first, obviously sports, it's like, you win or lose, like Buffalo's behind you, and it, it, they're 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 very harsh on you mm-hmm. when you lose, but they're always very positive, and you want that, you need that feedback because I'm really hard on myself when I lose, mm-hmm. and I'm really happy when we win. So like yeah. I get it, like I get where they're coming from, and they they just they just love Buffalo sports, and that that would be a huge thing. But also like the things that people do in the community in general, like giving back and um, supporting each other, helping each other. And um, it's just such a close family. I, I feel like it, it's grown so much. I uh, came here in 2012, and it was I, I came in thinking, wow, this place is, uh, I don't know about this place. I don't know <laughs> if I could live here. I don't know what's going on. In my first few years, I'd be traveling back and forth. And now here I am building a house here. So yeah. it, it is home now. And uh, yeah, how I think you? I think for me, it's like, it's like how secretive Buffalo is. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, there's that saying, like, keep Buffalo a secret. And I think it's a lot to do with what you're saying. It's, like, a lot of people who haven't been to Buffalo and that have never lived here or even visited here, they don't know how awesome of a city this is. Right. Right? So that's something that and, – and I was with you. Like, when I got drafted in, in 2018, I was like, yeah, I got drafted to Buffalo. And people in Vancouver were like, Buffalo? <laughs> they, were like, they were like, you got drafted where? Like, do they have like electricity over there? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to find out. And, and as, as soon as I got here, I'm like, this place is incredible. Right. Like everywhere you go, it's, it's always, it's always fun. Whether it's, you know, um, going out to your local pub, 
um, and, and kind of having a good time there and just talking to people in general. Everyone's always so kind and, and so welcoming. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my thing is keep Buffalo a secret. Yeah, like it's it. funny trying to like convince people being like, like that Buffalo is awesome. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, oh no, like you, you got to come like, and you, you want to be able to like convince them because you know, once you get them here, they'll They're love it. Love right. It. Yeah. And my, my first thing when I, when I tell people, it's always like, okay, like I get it. You don't want to come in the winter, but like come in the summer, summers in Buffalo are fun. And, yeah. um, to experience that. And I hopefully hope, hope everybody kind of gets the, like a taste of it because again, it, it's, it's different than what you think. And like you said, it, it's, it's a big secret. Yeah. Big time. No, it's, uh, it's something that I, I definitely um, did not expect, and it's cool because they even talked to some of the rookies um, on our team. They're like, "Buffalo's lit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, right. Buffalo's lit, man! Like, <laughs> I, I like this place." I'm like, "Yeah, man! Like people don't realize." So, no, that's uh, it's, it's it's definitely a really cool thing, and and definitely proud to uh, call Buffalo home now. Right, that was a, a really cool conversation with Rasmus and Owen. You know, I, I felt like it was just really, it's, it's just a different perspective that they had. And um, to see the way that they look at, you know, different game day routines and all that stuff, I, I felt like it was, uh, it was really cool. So I uh, appreciate them jumping on the podcast with us. Um, you know, it's a pre pretty cool thing for them to do and take some time out of their day. Um, you know, we're, uh, we're back this weekend against Rochester, a big one. Um, can't wait to see Bandit Land come out and, sh and show out. So fired up for that. Yeah, and we're, we're on the road against Philly and New York on the 27th and 28th. Um, and then we'll be back home um, in Bandit on Saturday, February 4th, uh, Native American Heritage Night. Can't wait to see you guys there. And we're excited to be back home.